Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Galatians First Reverse, brought to you by Telios. This captivating podcast will not only teach you the wonderful book of Galatians, but it will also teach you how to study the Bible so you have confidence in Scripture. Each episode will provide key points for verses in Galatians. Thanks for joining us on this exciting biblical journey. Hello, I'm William Stewart. Welcome back to our verse-by-verse study on the book of Galatians. We're in chapter 2 today. We've just covered the Jerusalem Conference, which Paul reiterated or or covered for the Galatians the history of this important conference around 45 to 50 AD, which basically told uh, or uh, covered the decision by the leaders of the church in Jerusalem, uh, thought to be led by James, the brother of our Lord, that they did not have to follow the law. This is covered also in Acts 15. So today, then he moves to another incident in Antioch. Again, uh, to add to the Jerusalem Conference, trying to tell the Galatians that although you are saved by grace, you do not have to then uh, live by the law as Christians, just like the Jerusalem Council indicated. So remember the whole purpose of the book here is to try to uh, admonish, encourage strongly the Galatians to live by faith and not by Jewish-based law legalism, which has no place in the Christian life. We have great freedom in the Christian life. So we're covering verses 11 and four, 11 through 14 today in Galatians 2 where Paul then recounts an incident, uh, incident with Peter in Antioch, probably after the Jerusalem Council, where Peter came down to Antioch from Jerusalem. And Paul says in verse 11, he withstood him face to face because he was to be blamed. Now, these are very strong words. This is Peter, who is uh, one of the leading disciples, really, or apostles of the church. And he stood him down. Showing this really shows Paul's authority and the knowledge that God or Christ gave him when he taught him personally, uh, as it says in 2 Corinthians 12, and and recounted uh, in Colossians 1.25, that the knowledge of the church is filled up in him. So verse 12 then says, before a certain, uh, for before that certain came from James, otherwise some Christian, perhaps leaders, came up from James, again, the brother of our Lord, who led the Jerusalem church, uh, Jewish in nature, and probably still maintained the law himself as a Jewish Christian. And at this time, then, Peter ate with the Gentiles before they came. But when they came, he withdrew and separated himself and would not eat with the Gentiles. Verse 13, because Peter did this, the other Jews, in in a hypocritical fashion, this is translated disassembled in the King James, but in a hypocritical fashion, did as much with him. Also Barnabas, who would accompany, uh, or uh, did or would accompany, Paul on his second missionary journey, and 
or excuse me, on his first missionary journey, was also carried away with this hypocrisy. So, 14 then indicates, but when he saw this and he was not uh, acting in an upright fashion according to the truth of the gospel, otherwise that we are free from the law, he said to Peter, you being a Jew, live like a Gentile. Otherwise, he before had eaten with the Gentiles, uh, presumably in, in the same <clears throat> manner that they did. Um, however, and they weren't Jews. So then he then asked, why do you compel them, the other Gentiles, to live like a Jew? Now, the question is not answered, and what happened after that is not answered, but the assumption is Peter had no answer because Paul said he faced him down in verse 11, uh, and his hypocrisy was evident, and hopefully then, of course, changed Peter back to living as a free Christian and com uh, not compelling the other Gentiles to live like Jews. All this to say to the uh gentile believers that they do not have to live by the law the law ended with the coming of christ romans 10 4 had no other purpose the law was didn't was weak because the nature of man did not provide salvation it is only by the holy spirit and the regeneration that we receive as christian believers by faith alone in the death and resurrection of jesus christ they were able to live in a Christian fashion. The law has nothing to do with it. So we, uh, as I mentioned uh, last time, and I'm sure uh, laboriously in my videos, that we as Christians have great freedom. We have a wide bounds of, uh, of a playing field that we can live our life in faith. Faith pleases God, Romans 14, 23. The restrictions we have in the epistles, what we believe as church-based believers, are, are, are keep us in bounds from hurting ourselves, and they're really very broad. We have great liberty. We have great moral liberty than unbelievers who are constrained by their own lust and by society and by Satan, Ephesians 2, 1 to 3. And, and Paul's reiterating this point here to the to the Galatians. Okay, uh, strong words. We will then move into the gospel itself as a reminder to the Galatians. Beautiful verses coming up at the end of, in the end of chapter two. I hope you'll join me then. Goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast, Galatians Verse by Verse. We hope you found the teachings both interesting and informative. Join us next week for another exciting episode. To listen to all episodes, please visit our website teliosresearch.com. That's T-E-L-E-I-L-S-R-E-S-E-A-R-C-H. Thank you.